name is Michael McMaster, and this is my podcast called An Open Mind. And yes, I'm still alive. <laughs> and I will be alive for many, many more years to come. So I'm not going to go through the whole thing that happened because you've heard it on the podcast, but there was some other stuff. I actually didn't know up until, um, I think it was last Tuesday, <coughs> excuse me, yeah, last Tuesday, you know, whether I was actually going to survive, live or not, you know. And um, I'm not going to go through all the details on that again, um, but I am. So there's a lot of people I have to thank, which I will at um, different times. I would like to, and I don't want to say their names. Um, one I'd like to thank, I'll just say Miss A. Um, thank you for taking care of me. And um, Miss K and Miss T. That's all I'll say about that. So um, I learned a lot about healing and um, how to heal your body and how nothing really matters in life. We just sort of make it matter because we attach um, reasons and names to things, you know. And so we make a lot of things in life that shouldn't matter, matter, you know. Anyway, I'll get into that um, a little bit later. There was something else I was also doing. Um, that nobody knows this, actually. And I feel I have to say something because it does involve other people and it does involve misconceptions. And the misconceptions were created by me for a reason. And some people I can see now um, have been hurt by it, which wasn't the intention at all, but... um, you know, um, um, for the last seven years, three years out of that, three and a half years out of that, say in the beginning of, say, imagine a seven-year period. So if you go back, you know, to the beginning of that, for three years, three and a half years, I didn't date anybody. I didn't want to get involved in with anybody because I was actually doing something that they didn't know about. No one knew about it. Nobody today knows about it until I'm about to tell you. But, you know, you get attracted to people, you know, and so, you know, I, I got attracted to this one person and, um, and you know, still in my life today in a different way. And um, she was suffered consequences from this. Um, another uh, woman about three years ago, no, not three years ago, two years ago I got involved in. Um, and these people just sort of come to me, you know, and I, and I know to follow it because there's specific reasons for it. And so the one from two years ago, there were consequences with that as well, that unintended. Um, so I'm going to tell you what it was, what I did. I decided seven years ago, everything was stripped away from me, material possessions and everything. And I was left with sort of nothing in a way, it was. And I started living at this little place. I only went to go there for a week. And something said to me, no, you're not going to be here a week. You're going to be here seven years. And I'm like, what? (laughs) I'm going to be here seven years, right? And because, you know, intuition talks to me. Intuition talks to everybody. It's whether we listen to it or not, you know. So, and I'd already been, um, you'd call it successful. I had... I was on national radio with 300,000 people listening to me twice a week. Um, 
I also had my own radio show that was quite successful. Um, I had tens of thousands of clients all over the world, big name people you would know. Um, I had this ability to solve problems, which I used in business. Um, yeah, I'd done a lot of stuff, you know, I had, um, oh, a song I released, everything. And that was my life. And um, I was known. I think that's skipped. Anyway, that was my life. And um, I was known. I had magazine articles written about me um, <coughs> for my ability, in intuitive wise and whatever. It was an unbelievable life. And, um, and I had all this stuff, you know, that doesn't matter, Porsche, Mercedes, none of it mattered. And then in the blink of an eye, it all went. And, um, which is a shock, you know, when you've been doing that or living that kind of life or whatever, it becomes a shock. And so then I'm living in this tiny little place. And like I said, something said to me, you're going to be here for seven years. And you're meant to be. And so I'm like, uh, excuse me, <laughs> exactly what am I going to be doing here, you know, kind of thing. And I'd read books on spirituality. I mean, I had all that stuff. And basically it came back, you're going to be meditating. So here I am, I go from this life to this place, and I'm being told that this is what I'm going to do, All right? So, and I started to get into it. The first week of the seven year, I started to get into it, right? And it's amazing what happens when you're supposed to be doing something, because all of a sudden these people showed up. And all of a sudden I was sort of needed here, and I'd sort of help, you know, different things, you know, fix things and everything like this, right? I also had the feeling that I wasn't supposed to make any money, that it would take care of itself, because I'd made money, right? And so I thought, okay, so I had the feeling, you know, live sparsely, live like a monk, were the words I got, live like a monk. So I decided to do a seven-year experiment, which has just ended, because everything goes in seven-year cycles, of living like a monk. Now, it was absolutely wonderful for me because for every day for seven years, I got to meditate three to four hours a day, you know, increase my spirituality. I learned so much. I read, I learned about energy healing. I learned about quantum physics. The whole thing was designed like that for me to do. It was my next spiritual step. It was the next step in my life. That's why everything was taken away from me. If I had stuff in my life, I wouldn't have been able to do this. So for seven years, this is what I've done. Now, I'm going to explain a little bit more about that too. There was a huge problem with it. And I was told to sit where I was living. This is where you're supposed to be. And I thought, how do I explain this to people? How do I explain that I had all this stuff and now I'm living in this place and I'm doing this? It makes no sense. And I had, you know, um, a couple of girlfriends, like, how do I explain this? And, but I knew it was the right thing to do. And for that period of time. And so I'd have my girlfriends, I suppose you'd call them. Why are you living here? Well, you can live in some other place. Why don't you move? You know, do this, do that. And I couldn't tell them, this is a seven year experiment that I'm supposed to do. How do you explain that to somebody? Because they think you're crazy. It was the best seven years of my life. So I learned about simplicity. 
and how we complicate our lives with so many things that don't matter, right? I learned about visualization because whatever you sort of visualize, you know, um, in your mind, and you do it correctly, you just attract it right into your life. It just comes. So everything in the seven years to me, I'm going to be just, people are going to be angry with me, I can tell now already. Um, I decided, oh, okay, I'm going to work on visualization. So, okay, so well, how am I going to do this? So this is in the middle of June, right? In the middle of June, I'm thinking, hmm, okay, I know what I'll do. I'm going to visualize Christmas decorations. So I sort of have, you know, these ones that you hang on like a fireplace, you know, kind of thing, you know, and you put stuff in them, right? And that's what I thought. I'm going to visualize that. I'm going to see what happens, right, in my seven-year experiment. So I did it. So I don't think it was the same day. I don't think it was. I think it was the next day. So I get up and I thought, okay, I'm going to walk to the store because Sprouts is around the corner from me. So I eat the best food every day. So I thought, okay, I'm going to walk to the store, you know, whatever. So I go walking and I walked about a quarter of a mile and laying on the footpath in front of me were three Christmas decorations in the middle of June. And I just spent a day visualizing them. And there they are lying there. And that taught me that whatever we really, really focus on is what we attract into our life. So, you know, I say that if people are to walk the way that they think, they'd never be able to stand up because our thoughts are all over the place all the time. We don't know how to focus. And because we don't know how to focus, we don't know how to bring anything into our life. It's as simple as that, right? So I learned to focus, you know, on Christmas decorations, <laughs> all things, and, um, and I got them into my life, right? So I couldn't tell anybody this. How do I tell somebody that, oh, um, I'm doing this seven-year experiment on minimalism and only putting in my life exactly what I need to advance myself spiritually, um, I probably won't have any money and it's going to look really strange from the outside, right? And so I couldn't tell anybody. You know, my I have to use initials in this because I can't say people's names. Um, K, you know who you are. Just the letter K, right? I, I know how frustrated I made you. Why are you living here? Why are you doing <laughs> I'm thinking, how do I tell her? I can't tell her. I've got to wait the seven years, you know. And, um, and A, you know, you know, you came into my life recently. And who comes from a very, very different life, you know. And A, I have to give you credit. Um, you stuck by me up until recently. <laughs> and um, I, I have a lot of respect for you. Simple as that. And so, okay, so I thought, okay, I'm going. To, I, I'm doing this no matter what, because I was. I knew there was a reason for it, and so I did. So, I was told to live like a monk, and I did it. There was a greater reason for it that I didn't understand. That only happened just recently. It advanced me spiritually tremendously. I've said in this podcast, you know. Three months ago, I was dead. I had major things wrong with my body. My brain was bleeding. I had major tumor. And other stuff. And I wasn't supposed to survive. And I've said this on this podcast before. And I 
I was meant to learn something. In the seven years, I did three years, three and a half years, I didn't date anybody. And I just focused on meditation and learning and all like that. It's what I learned back then. And I still carried it forward, you know, in the last four years because I felt I need to do it is what saved my life. So giving up everything, because I had to, everything, becoming like a monk and practicing meditation every day, watch what I ate, and learning all this stuff spiritually just saved my life. Now, there are people who are listening to this who know me, I'm not going to go through their names again, who didn't know this. It was extremely embarrassing for them because they're like, she's going out with this guy who has nothing and he lives in this place and all like this. And that happened a couple of times. I lost friendships and relationships over this, but I had to stay with it because if I didn't, I would die. And so it's emotional. Um, I lost people people that I cared about who thought I'd gone crazy, who thought he's going to keep living that way for the rest of his life, even though I'd had all the big stuff before and everything. And so it caused enormous damage to, you know, some friendships that I've lost, relationships that were damaged, but I knew to do it because it saved my life. I didn't know that in the beginning, give up everything, live like a monk, do this, meditate every day, do all this. This major brain stuff that I had I think it was 10 days after they did the surgery. I was up walking two, three miles a day. The rehab for something like this is at least three to six months. Because I'd learned to do these meditations and how to heal my body, I saved my life and I got up and do stuff. I have to apologize to these women um, because I couldn't explain it to you. I couldn't tell you, this is the reason I knew to do it. How am I going to say to you, oh, something horrible is going to happen to me in a couple of years, I feel, but I need to do this stuff and I've got to live minimally and uh, I really can't make any money because I need to live like a monk. How do you explain that to someone? They think you're crazy. They already think I'm crazy. But I did it. I knew to did it. I learned something in doing this. Because I had nothing to do every day, I decided to let the universe bring things to me that I needed to do every day. And that's exactly what happened. These things would land basically on my doorstep. Um, and I knew to do them. And I, lived, I have lived this way for seven years with no plan, nothing. Everything worked out. Stuff came to me. And I learned to just trust that every day was going to work out perfectly. And it did. I have the most amazing things happen to me. I, I couldn't believe it. And in, in doing that, you learn to trust the universe that it's going to bring the best and highest things to you. And that's exactly what happened. And I, I feel so bad um, for a couple of people, you know. A, I embarrass you, you know. Um, but I had to do that, you know. I, I could have gone out and I could have, you know, I had tens of thousands of clients. And I could have gone go back and got all those people, you know, made a ton of money and everything and make my life look like it's normal. Oh, look at what he does. He does this. He's normal. You know, blah, 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 blah. He makes money all like this. But I couldn't do it. I knew not to do it. 
I just followed intuitively what I was supposed to do. And like I said, it saved my life. So Miss A, I don't know what to say to you. Same with the other ones. And when you learn to trust, you're basically learning to let go. And so that's what I had to do. I had to let go. And I did. So, you know, this is over now. The seven years was over. I mean, I knew it was seven years and it's exactly seven years. And some other things have happened in the last week <laughs> to take me out of this, to take me back to sort of, you know, the, the sort of life that I had before, you know, I don't want to say, you know, getting all the stuff again, but, you know, go, living in a different place and all this kind of stuff. I've sort of been released from it. And so, but that's what was supposed to happen. So that to those people who are in my life who, you know, I, I can only say, I'm sorry, but I had to do this, you know, it's simple. I had to become a monk. And you know, what's really weird. I had feelings a long time ago that I needed to do that, that I, this was going to happen, that I was going to be like this, you know. And I'm going, what? And then all of a sudden, the pieces started to crumble, right? <laughs> and I'm going, oh, my God. And then I remembered this. And it happened. And, and so I learned to trust, to allow the universe to take care of me. And I did, like it said. It brought to me in the most unbelievable ways things that I needed. It was astonishing. And I lived on minimal amount of money is what I lived on. And that worked as well because it was supposed to be. And unfortunately, you know, the people that I was involved with and like, you don't make any money. You, you know, what's this? You know, see, they thought, they believed that I was going to continue being that way. They didn't know that I was doing this experiment with myself. And so I, I know that you thought that I, that that's who I am. I'm never going to do anything. Or, or, you know, I'd already done all this huge stuff, right? But these people weren't around to see that. They come into my life, you know, in the last couple of years or whatever. So they only saw that. So they thought that that's what I was. Like, that's who I am. There's no use explaining them to the other stuff I've done because it doesn't exist anymore. You know, I've done it in the past. So how do you explain to somebody um, like where you're living minimally and all like this kind of stuff? Oh, no, I think I'm going to be really fine. You can't. You see, it has to come in proof. You have to be able to prove things. Well, I can certainly prove things. I mean, I had magazine articles, you know, written about me and yeah, that's right. I've had magazine articles written about me. I've had a lot of stuff, right? Um, I had a magical life at one point, and it sort of went away. I had to. And I've gone back to it. What's happened now has brought me back to my magical life. Did I, did I tell you the story about the Christmas decorations? I think I did. Yeah, it might be on there. I manifested Christmas decorations in the middle of June. Um, so going back to my life. I, it's we the perception that we have about everything is wrong and I learned that because the perception that people had about me in the last seven years was completely wrong as about who I am but it was a perception and that's all that they could see and we do this with people we have perceptions of people and we believe it's right. You don't know what else is going on behind the curtains of things to show maybe there's something completely different. But we like to stick with our perceptions on things because we like to know that we're right and we have to have beliefs and judgments about things. So these people that came into my life, you know, you didn't know who I was. You didn't know who I really am. That, that's the sad part. 
But what I gained from it, what I learned from it, you know, it's, it's irreplaceable and it's just invaluable. So, yes, yeah, so that's what I've been doing. And I wanted to do it and I knew to do it. Like I said, what I learned, you know, I healed my body from something in 10 days where 10 days prior to that, they were saying I wasn't going to survive. So it was part of my destiny and I accept it, even though it sort of cost me things to do with people, but other things will come into my life now um, so that I can carry forward with that. Um, I look at life very differently now. I, I can't look at it the same way. And the people, I'm astonished at the people that sort of left me. And I realized that, you know what, that's okay. Because if people can't see you, and it wasn't a difficult time for me because everything just magically appeared for me when I needed it. So I was extremely happy as well. But people are funny. You know, they, they, I had a lot of people leave me that has clients for a long time in that because they didn't like what they saw, but they didn't understand what was going on. It, it taught me how shallow a lot of people are. They have no real understanding of what has true value. It's all measured by something. They measure everything by something. Who knows what it is that they measure and how they measure it. But there were, you know, two or three people that stuck by me. Um, T mm -hmm, did. Um, yeah, so that's what I've been doing. So I'm going to do some other podcasts on this um, because I can teach you a lot on, you know, from what I learned. Um, yeah, so I think I'm a loss for words now. So, yeah, I'm going to end the podcast. So, um I thank all the people, you know, all the people who contacted me, you know, when I was going through my death experience in the last three months, all the people who contacted me, prayed for me, you know, I got a, an email from somebody that had the whole church praying for me. Um, it's, you know, it touches me. It really touches me. So anyway, I learned to live in joy. I learned that nothing matters because whether you know it or not, your path to a large degree is already laid out. And all you're doing is filling in the pieces and making your life miserable with stupid ideas and expectations and things that you think are true, right? So your path is laid out. So if you follow it with no resistance, it'll work wonderful for you. I had to give up everything. Everything went, everything. And I'm faced there with like, and I didn't even know what was going to happen. I didn't want to know what was going to happen the next day. I made no plans, like I said, or nothing. And I allowed everything just to fall into place. And it was magical. It was wonderful. Try the same thing. Give up for a day or two or three or four or whatever of having expectations on stuff and just let the universe or whatever you want to call it, I don't care, because it does it anyway, let it fill your life with whatever. Yes, one more thing. Um... Miss A, thank you for filling my life with beauty and teachings. All right, thank you.